0: Coming off a bye week, the Broncos look to get back on track in their second divisional matchup of the year. With a 500 record and a desperate need to keep pace in the division, Denver will be hosting the young stud QB Justin Herbert and his Los Angeles Chargers. How can the Broncos pull off an upset against this red-hot LA offense? Will Denver's season be all but over if they lose? This is Mile High Hot Takes, let's talk about it. Hello there, and welcome into another episode of Mile High Hot Takes. I'm your host Baylor, joined as always by my co-host Connor, and today we are going to talk about the Broncos game against the Chargers at home only the second divisional matchup of the year and we're in week 12 it's kind, kind of, of late kind of late uh the next 5 of our remaining s- 5 of our next remaining 7 Se- games 7 yeah 5 of 7 division. are division games that is a brutal way to end the year unless you're playing in the mid 2000s or mid-2010 AFC East or the NFC East last year. It's brutal, but it also provides you with a great opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is a really tight division. Uh, Chiefs have two more wins than you and one less loss.
1: However you figure it, you have a chance to gain two games on both the Chiefs and the Chargers and gain a game on the Raiders if
0: you win all five it's a big ask though for sure you know winning i'm not asking to win all five of those by any means but even just using this as a measuring stick for what you need to do to be competitive in this division moving forward beyond this season uh you gotta be play these games competitively you can't let this look like that loss against the raiders earlier in the year um you get nothing from that. You, gotta you literally like you, you, you learn nothing from that game. You, you gotta uh, look like you belong. Exactly. So, let's see. What do you think the Broncos need to do to give themselves the best opportunity in this game? We know that Austin Eckler popped off last week and Justin Herbert popped off last week and both players are very capable of popping off on any given week. What do you do with weapons like that and keenan allen
1: honestly the best thing you can hope for right is to confuse justin herbert a little bit on the defensive side of the football maybe get him to make a mistake or two here and there that's not easy Uh, some teams have had success Uh, the washington football team earlier this year was able to he moved the ball on him really well but they were able to hold him in the red zone make and make a few mistakes down there, kind of limit the touchdowns, right? So instead of seven, they were getting three. That will play a big, big factor. But to be honest, if you don't score 30, 30 or more points, you might just have to kiss this game
0: goodbye. So I got a couple of trains of thoughts on this game. And uh, one of them being the Chargers have yet to really consistently beat teams and not let them back into it uh if you keep it close i mean the chargers
1: will give you a chance every single time what, they what, cannot what, figure out how to close a game. that
0: and the chargers will make mistakes you have to capitalize on those because Whether you're making mistakes or not, they're going to be putting up points, and when the mistakes do come, you're going to need to turn those mistakes into points. You're going to need to make—you're going to need to create some turnovers on the defense, and you're going to need to be efficient on the offense. That being said, I got two receivers in the back of my mind that should be playing with all sorts of ferocity out there. Tim Patrick, Cortland Sutton— both locked up for the next
1: you don't think that three and four years.
0: No, absolutely not. Nah, They're coming out money, here. Just chill. No, just hang out for the next. Neither year of and them. And a half. N- neither of them got big enough money for them to be that. I mean, fifteen mil a year for Cortland Sutton. Are you kidding me? That's a steal.
1: Coming off a big ACL. That's a injury.
0: steal.
1: And doing but 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 think about it
0: he's he's the 15th highest paid receiver in the league and think about it no 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 no, I know I know I know I know I know but listen to what I'm saying Mm -hmm. he's 15th highest paid receiver in the league very talented he is a number one receiver and you know what to get a number one receiver at 15 mil a year with a brand new contract? That's huge. That's a really that, good deal. I,
1: I really like that you we usually locked him You
0: usually see, no matter what position it is, if you get a new contract that's for three, four years, you're in that top 10 highest paid at your position just because of inflation and the way the market works. So to get him just outside of, if not just inside of the top 15 at 15 mil a year. That's huge.
1: I think locking both of them down early is great. It always makes me a little nervous when
0: that means people, when
1: you let the guys go towards free free agency because then you gotta slap a franchise yeah, tag. Yeah. Cortland would have gotten a franchise tag if he ever got close yeah. to free agency. Yeah. But getting them locked down really is good. Gives you like you you've already got it out of the way, so you don't have to worry about it this offseason. Now this offseason you can work on. Other improvements, other ways to get better. How do we close that gap with the top teams in the league? And having them locked down helps us focus on that.
0: This is a very attractive place for a quarterback to be. Right now. Because until 2024, unless we trade, your receiving core 1-2-3 is Cortland Sutton, Jerry, Judy, and Tim Patrick.
1: With a fourth, KJ Hamler.
0: with a fourth is KJ Hamler. Good with at game. least Javante Williams,
1: with a solid running game, decent tight ends, like we have weapons. We're but finally
0: we knew that. investing, we knew we and weapons. we're also, in, but we're also investing money on the offensive side of the ball, which is not something that we have done since the Seahawks Super Bowl.
1: <laughs> we went out and got Emmanuel Sanders after that.
0: Did we didn't. Stuff. We didn't go out and get Emmanuel Sanders. <laughs> Emmanuel Sanders agent. came to us because we had Peyton Manning.
1: He was a free agent. You still had to go give him some stuff, spend some money. We
0: did no, absolutely, but like not in the same way. I mean, look at look at the percentage of the money on that team.
1: Yeah, it's mostly on the defense. But that's, that's because that's, the offense was and young. And that's, but and and that's what, what happens and when you have what I'm, a young team. And what I'm saying, contracts are not.
0: And expensive. what I'm saying is the offense for the last six years has been almost neglected and they've not thrown any big money that way. They've We've thrown a lot throwing, of draft picks uh, though, so that's
1: not throwing nothing I mean have that they?
0: Way. Have they? They have two first round picks on defense in the last four years. Mm-hmm.
1: But they also have a first round receiver, a second round receiver, another second round receiver, a second round but running back. Those are places you can upgrade elsewhere. We've been investing but, in it, but, and now what I like is that we are
0: securing rewarding. it. We're securing it we for the future too. We are rewarding
1: good play. We're securing it from our young guys, so you know that we'll take care of you if.
0: It's good you to help us out. It's good. It's, a, to, it's, it's nice. good to build the culture there. Um, you play well, you get paid. That's always a good incentive anywhere you are, regardless yeah, you're, you're, you're of how the team plays. You play well, plays. you're a
1: good citizen, you're not causing problems, you're, you're not... Gonna,
0: you're you're going to get, you're gonna get yeah. your money. Um, yeah, that's huge. So, I really do feel like the Broncos are going to come out and they're going to be playing with some heat.
1: Uh, or you're out of a bye week. If you come out flat after a bye...
0: Fire all the coaches after the game.
1: No. All right, we're, no reason to fire anybody, <laughs> no.
0: I understand, but that's that's what so, should happen. Something, something. Because that's because that's a coaching thing. If you, you if you come out flat weeks, after a bye week, that's a coaching thing. Your you're rest, not getting, you've got two not, weeks.
1: There's no rust. You're not
0: getting your team. You're not getting your team ready to play, mentally, is what that is. Because physically, also, they're as also, ready as to go as they can be with the rest they've got.
1: That's not exclusively a coaching problem either. That's an individual problem for some players as well. If you're not getting okay, yourself but, ready to but go... but if
0: Teddy doesn't show up and the rest of the team does, that's different. But if the whole team comes out flat, that's on the coach. Yeah, kind of. It's the coach's I job to don't get the see... players ready.
1: It's the coach's job to put them in the best position to succeed. But if you're not willing to put in the effort, then that's on you.
0: Right, but are right? you really going to say that it's on you to all 53 men in that room?
1: I can't control how hard you're willing to work.
0: I understand, but I I'm tr- saying there's a position. pattern. If, but if, but I'm saying if you have a team that shows up flat, yeah, they're choosing not to show up. Yeah, that's on them. But why aren't they choosing to show up? Because they ain't bought in to what the team is yeah, about. That, it's a, whose it, it's job a is picture. that?
1: The problem is it's the coach's job. The energy's off. Something's not right. Pittsburgh Steelers almost Pittsburgh
0: Steelers 75% of that team comes to play every single game because that team will run through a brick wall I'll run through a brick wall for Mike Tomlin Mike Tomlin
1: could get Exactly anybody to do anything
0: and that's honestly honestly I really don't have a big problem with Vic if Vic doesn't get fired this year I wouldn't have a problem with that you know what my biggest problem with Vic as a head coach has been he's boring Kind yeah, he doesn't along know how those to he doesn't, along he doesn't those how to no, along those lines. Yeah, the challenging is ridiculous. He's finally
1: learning how to use amounts. But timeouts. no,
0: no, the problem, main problem I have with him is as the head coach, it really to me seems like he's really just a defensive coordinator who's outsourced the offensive side of the ball to he's a completely out of, so different coaching you're staff. Because I feel depth,
1: like, or he's only interested I've, in defensive side. Is that what you? Mean?
0: No, I think both of those put him unfairly. He's definitely not out of his depth. He's been a coach, an excellent coach in this league his entire career.
1: Excellent defensive coach.
0: He has defensive been, and you know what? And here's the thing. You may not know how to run an offense, but I if you guarantee he—I he, yeah. guarantee that he knows that they need to run the ball more. And I guarantee he at no point has gone up to Shermer and been like, run, run the ball. I'm the coach. This is my team. Run, run the, the ball, ball or I'm going to get somebody who will.
1: You seen that Peyton Manning? And that's. That mic up when he's yelling yeah, at Jeff Saturday yeah, to run the ball. Yeah. That's what I want. Yeah.
0: So that's. But the, but that is my biggest complaint about Fangio is I feel like because his defenseman has, has been money. His defense has been money every year, especially given what's going on on the offense these past years. But that's my biggest frustration is he needs to put his foot down and be the coach of the whole team. And when he doesn't see something he doesn't like on offense, he needs to start getting to the bottom of it. I'm not asking him to play play call. I'm asking him to... Find somebody that will call the game he wants, and if he wants the game that's being called, yeah, he should be out as a head coach. I don't think that this is him. I think this is Shermer. I think this is Shermer trying to force players into his system instead of creating a system for his players.
1: And that brings us back to so honestly, Sunday.
0: If, if Vic gets fired, I honestly I'm gonna be sad because I think he has the potential to be a great coach, but that's the big area for improvement sorry to cut you off
1: I I just think that brings us back to Sunday and this game's the best chance the Broncos have is keeping this low scoring best way to do that no short fields for the Chargers and keep their offense off the field don't go three and out long drives keep them off the field if, so, if you can keep Justin Herbert sidelined, Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, keep them off the field. That's our best bet.
0: So I know this five and five record for you is more of a glass half empty. Um, but I know as five
1: and five is pretty good. It's really good. I don't think we're a five and five team. I think five I, and I'm five
0: not saying I'm not saying five and I'm saying five and five in context, not just straight up. In context with the team how they've been playing this year and the schedule they have yeah I that's exactly exactly. exactly i am close to that but i do have that i'm a diehard broncos fan so i still Same. so every single week no matter what happens i'll be like Ooh, if we win this week i the want chiefs to are, and the chiefs are are chiefs on by yeah chiefs are on by and you know if they lose on the other side against us hey we're right there we're tied it, it's like, all like there for that's take- like and that's and that's the thing like you can't discount that But you know you put it into context take off the blue and orange goggles, and you're like yeah, 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 whatever I don't
1: think I'm glass half empty on the record. I think I'm glass half empty on the performances,
0: but I'm saying the record right now Looking at where the team is you're, sitting you where, not no, in a where bad this spot. where you where where you're looking at where this team is sitting in context it doesn't mean anything. The 5-5, five and five, it's just, it's nicer than being 3-7. Three three you're and in seven. a spot
1: to do something. You're just going to have to play good football to make yeah. it happen.
0: Yeah, so that being said, what do you think a loss does for this, for the, how important of a game do you think this is for the for the Broncos to win?
1: Well, it's a home game in against. The,
0: in the grand scheme of the, obviously, a home game against, against a, divisional a divisional opponent, opponent is always big. is yep. always huge. But in the grand scheme of the whole season, looking at the rest of the schedule, looking at the past schedule, and looking at the standings in the division, how important is this game for the Broncos to win?
1: Well, the our division is clogged, almost as clogged as it can be, pretty much, right? Yep. So a couple wins here, a couple wins there.
0: The Chiefs lose to the Dallas is the only way it's closer.
1: Uh, yeah, there's there's so much that could and might change. But we're sitting five and five, Raiders are five and five. Chargers six and four. So you win your you and Chargers are both six and five. That puts you right in it, and you got another game against the Chargers later in the season. So a win here gives you a chance down the stretch, but a loss. Puts you two games behind the Chargers, two games behind the Chiefs. That's like looking, two and a half behind the Chiefs. That's looking a lot tougher because then basically forces you to win those two games against the Chiefs and win the second matchup against the Chargers. Otherwise, the division's going to be way out of reach. So if the Broncos want to fight for this division, which I'm sure they do, this game's got to gotta go our way
0: yeah i think uh i believe it's very similar i i believe very similarly to you so instead of repeating what you said i'm gonna give you a too long didn't read version if the broncos win that little bit of hope that i was talking about will still be there not necessarily any brighter but it'll still be there if we lose it's gone so I'm either staying the course or going down. I don't think this win improves the outlook of the season. I, I think all it does is it kicks the can down to that Chiefs game to say, Push all right, next week. All right. And I think it's going to – they're going to have to win three or four games before they can drop another one and hope and, and, and still be in it.
1: Well, and that's the thing with – Five of seven yeah. in division.
0: Especially with the division that we have. I mean, the fact that you the have... The fact that
1: it's all crowded right now. You think right four
0: now, of your next... Over half of your next games are against Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes.
1: Yeah, we're about to see two of the best young quarterbacks in the league, I think. For that,
0: the for over half of the rest of our season.
1: Even if we win those, I think we're going to see a... Uh, wow, we're, we're lacking... That yeah,
0: department. yeah I mean like Which I said we already
1: know as Bronco fans we already yeah. know like I said at the our start our quarterback room is not as good as the Chargers or the Chiefs well it's, cause, I, it's yeah, because the
0: Chargers the Chiefs don't have a quarterback room they have a quarterback
1: that's an absolute baller so I think we're gonna we're gonna feel it we're gonna see it and it's gonna be like yikes yeah we we got some work to do
0: but you gotta stay competitive because you need to know what you have on the rest of it you know what, we know we're at a deficiency in quarterbacks, so if the rest of the team plays well and you lose by four or five points, you can think to yourself, all right, if we get a decent quarterback, we can be competitive in this division if we're built like this. But you know what, if the rest of the team is, if we're doing what we think is the way to win and we get stomped, that's where you'd be like, we might need to rethink this whole thing, not just the quarterback situation.
1: This this is game Not the whole whole
0: thing, you know what I mean.
1: This this game's gonna Bigger be pretty Chargers. big for our season and the Chargers, honestly. Chargers will lose this. Chiefs are two games up on them as well. Like that's
0: And they're fighting with us for second.
1: Yeah, that's not where they want to be. So the Chargers need with another this win game against us, yeah. just as much as the Broncos do. It'll be uh I don't really think we ever get really chippy with the Chargers. No. But it'll be a
0: very intense competition. Chargers are competitive kind of like game. the little brother, like the baby brother of the division. They've never really won anything, so like their following is not as big as yeah, Broncos, so like, Raiders or Chiefs. They've I mean Broncos, Broncos, Raiders and Chiefs have three massive, absolutely massive, massive followings. Bases. Yep.
1: And the so Chargers do not. <laughs> Chargers might be the little brother, but they're the little brother who
0: is Who's extremely who talented. They don't have the hardware of the Big Brothers, but are definitely primed to add some to their cabinet. If uh,
1: they're, they're really talented. We're going to see a good team come in here. Got to have a good performance. Yeah, they ex- need it just as, much as see, we do. It'll be a fun one.
0: Excited to see Herbs in person. I think this is my first time seeing him in person.
1: Last year was your only other chance. but uh,
0: I don't know if I went to that game. There so. was a,
1: There was a global thing going on. I don't really know what it was, but... Not many people oh, were allowed in the that's stadiums. That's
0: right. I forgot. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. First time seeing Herbs. That's a big deal. I'm excited. You know, go Broncos. Uh, real quick. Score prediction. 34-17. Chargers. Chargers. I am going to go with 34-27. Chargers. Well, let's see. I, I'm really hoping. They really need a win. All right, guys. Uh, let's Let's talk about some other sports now. Not too much to talk about other sports wise. we got Nuggets and ABS both on very different trajectories right now. Let's start with the bad. Nuggets. Can't with, do anything. Without, 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 without Nikola. Anyone without who doubted Nicola,
1: the MVP last year this
0: year. They are nothing.
1: This year is obvious. Nikola was by far and could make an argument for an MVP this year as well. Without him, nowhere close to the playoffs. We're getting smoked.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, it's, again, not saying this as in his wrist is like this, like he's out for the season or anything. This is just the very small sample size we have without him is very bleak.
1: Makes you value how good he is. Absolutely. We knew he's good.
0: And we know, we knew we- he was like. Freakishly good.
1: We knew he was freakishly good, but now without him, you just kind of like, wow. You kind of took it, it, it for granted. It you started taking it for
0: granted. It was like, it's You're like it's like mm-hmm. it's like the whole Nolan at third base making those plays. How everybody else who doesn't watch him every like, night, oh my god, it's that's like, oh my god, that's I'm, like, I'm like, no, yeah, that's just that a normal night. night. It's like, um, I mean, in the game that Joker went out with the wrist, he only put up one shot in the second half but he put up 27 points in the first half. Like
1: he's incredible. It's the same as like yeah. <laughs> the first few times we saw Steph Curry pull up from 40 feet. It was like, "Oh, wow."
0: And now it's just like, "Oh, oh no, nope, that's just some... Steph.
1: He just does that. He can do it.
0: <laughs> Chef Curry with it."
1: <laughs> yeah. So that that's a big bummer. And it seems like MPJ's back. Whatever is yeah. going on there is kind of unknown. So
0: that one's that one's really tough. Um, if they don't see noticeable improvement very soon. They're gonna explore options that are very likely to include surgery, which means he is done for the year. Um, This is absolutely a playoff team with just Joker. This is absolutely a deeper playoff team with just Joker and Jamal. This is not a true championship contender Uh, contender without MPJ.
1: Everybody recognizes that the ceiling of the Nuggets with MPJ is a lot higher and we don't even know well, where this is that ceiling is, this is because
0: we don't even know where this his is a dude is. who is last season got better with every game he played and was shooting at a historic pace historic pace like his ceiling is you Nobody can't knows. see it you can't see it right now and he is already wildly talented and this is just this what is happening right now is the reason the Nuggets have him. Yep, it's the and reason. Cannot fourteen, and you in the cannot draft. say that giving him a max was a bad idea because if the Nuggets didn't, um, he's getting any, money elsewhere. Any other team no. in the league was would have lined up and happily handed him a max. He
1: would have been the easy number one pick in his draft <laughs> if he didn't have I the guess, back yep. issues.
0: Only reason he fell to us was because of those back issues. And you know what? that's that's life that's sports that's that's how it goes and you know for me it i don't think this is this is definitely not going to be a career ender for him but i'm not as, worried about a that sports
1: fan right you don't want someone's career and potential to not mm. be realized because of it but, but
0: here's what's so frustrating about the nuggets is nobody doubts that they have a window that's going to be open real soon here but what's frustrating is what's holding the nuggets back from getting into that window is injury i mean you could have argued last year that that window was open you could have argued that 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 window was open last year and then you lose jamal's acl and all of a sudden that window you thought it was open not quite that's a big what if this year you think it's this year this year you think it's coming back this year you think this is this is the year the windows officially open well, you as soon think, as you don't even as know. soon as As soon as we get Jamal back. We're hoping that this year's the windows open well You know what it's looking like it was a good chance. We don't have MPJ for the for the remainder of this season So even when Jamal comes back the our real window isn't truly open And that's what's so frustrating is it's, it's right there in front of you And you just want it to be open and it's just like ah you, right but you don't there. know. You don't even know if
1: Jamal would have come back and been Jamal. Maybe yeah, he needed exactly. a year, so that would have made this past year obviously not a waste, but kind of just like a empty unknown. You don't know what's no. happening. And then now with, and then you'd hope. Well, the next season after Jamal going to be full strength. Everyone's yeah. going to be full strength. MPJ is going to be back. But if it's he's like, going to go out for a full season, miss some of the off season, he's going to spend a lot of next year rehabbing.
0: It's like, getting it's like, back into shape. It's like we built this window and everybody in the league, everyone acknowledges that the window that we built is real. Mm-hmm. We have talent. And every time we try to open it, it's locked. And we're like, okay, well, it'll be open soon. And we keep trying to open it and it keeps and being locked. Something
1: else just locked And every
0: time it. you're like, there's no way it's not open now. Try to open it. MBJ's back. Oh, it's still locked. It pushed, it, kind of, it pushed. <laughs> it pushed. The potential of this
1: team farther down the road which is frustrating but it's still a really fun team to watch it is
0: absolutely still
1: hopefully going to compete in the postseason
0: also um one thing that i'm really bummed about personally is having bones go down with these injuries that the nugs are having right now time for him exactly and it's like uh now we don't even get to see the person i'm most excited about that's that shouldn't have been getting minutes this year ah it's so frustrating, but what are you gonna do? What are you going to do? The
1: injuries derail seasons. It's
0: kind of a yeah.
1: big bummer in sports.
0: I mean, it happens. I mean, look at I mean, look at Golden State when they the year that they didn't have Steph or um, well, and they lost. They uh, lost KD and Clay yep. in that final, yep. so they yep. couldn't
1: win there. And then they went through. No clay that next season. Yep. They missed clay again last season. Yep. Draymond was pretty much hurt all of last year. Yep. Steph was out for most of the year two years ago. Yep. So they've had two years where if all, frankly where if
0: all of those players are healthy, they're legitimate contenders themselves. Because
1: we see what they are now. Yep. Two years down the road, no everyone was kinda of like, Yeah, they'll be the postseason. Who knows? We don't know what they're gonna be. Yep. No, they're they're legit.
0: I mean I mean, look at the Lakers.
1: Yeah, they missed That first season with LeBron, he got hurt, missed a lot of time, so they couldn't really Mm -hmm. see what that was. And then they traded a bunch of people away. This year again, LeBron got a little bit banged up early. They didn't look very good. He's back, so we'll see what they are. But injuries are wild.
0: Yeah, I mean, especially in basketball where it's...
1: So where it's need, an individual need, team where it's sport.
0: very it's an individual team sport and you need three baller individuals to be a legitimate contender and if any one of them gets hurt you immediately fall off the contender list. I mean seriously, look at look at the finals last year. The Suns and the Bucks, neither one of those teams I mean I mean, the Suns well, the Suns really the only good. reason the Suns made it was cuz they played injured teams no, all the way the there. Good well, hold on. Not the only reason. Road, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Easier. I'm sorry. That was really disrespectful. The Suns, take that back.
1: There, every
0: buddy. single one of their, every single one of their series, they played a banged up team that was by far not, full not strength, full strength, yeah. until they played the Bucks and they lost.
1: And the Bucks were at full strength.
0: And the and that's the thing. Which the was, Bucks, the Bucks were got, full strength. Got
1: to go through the Nets, who yep, were down. James Harden was yep. gimpy. Kyrie wasn't playing. Yep, it's it's the sad part of sports, but yep. it's what makes yep. everything so unpredictable and so interesting.
0: Yeah. Uh, brighter note, same arena, different team. They're rolling. Uh-huh. Cavs adding. Uh, just last time we talked about Cavs, I said that they were on a four-game winning streak in which they've outscored opponents twenty-four to eight.
1: Breaking news they did not stop scoring.
0: They put up seven more against Ottawa at home. One that that was a wild game. Seven five. That was kind of a fluky game. Lots of weird oh, bounces for lots but, of weird bounces for Ottawa. Ottawa had a doo-doo out of Hattie. Yeah. Patrick, it was the weirdest. It was the that weirdest. Sucks. There was so many really, really, really strange bounces, weird, fluky goals. They definitely took advantage a lot of their a lot of those, you know, turnovers and But ultimately...
1: On fire.
0: Avs put in seven goals. Six with a tender. So, I mean, that puts up in the last five games, 31 goals.
1: 31 goals. Fire. Kale's back and honestly might be better than ever.
0: Kale McCarr is undisputed the second best player on this team now. Um... I don't think you can argue. You just you can't. I'm sorry. I I I won't hear it about ranting.
1: Nathan is untouchable, but that's because he's Nathan. Yeah, I
0: I won't. I will not. I will not hear it about about Miko being the second best player on this team. Kale's
1: controlling games.
0: Kale as a defenseman is doing. I mean, here's the thing: Connor McDavid, Nathan McKinnon, when they decide that they want to take over a game and they just decide they're better than everyone else, they show you. I mean, twice in the last two weeks, we've seen Connor wow, McDavid
1: skate four, skate defenders, four defenders, on defenders on his own,
0: and goal. place one in an impossible spot. And
1: and Nathan McKinnon can do that. Doing that. And on you know who else years. can
0: do that now too? Kale freaking McCarr. Yeah, he's
1: controlling games from the blue line, which is unbelievable, but...
0: Most goals from a defenseman at nine,
1: Significantly more than everybody.
0: And five of them in his last three games.
1: Yeah, on fire. Unbelievable. And Kadri's chipping in with points left and right.
0: Nine-game point streak at the time of recording.
1: And some of them he's had. He's had multiple three-point games this season. Yeah, Unreal. We're not even talking about Gabe and Miko, who aren't having bad seasons.
0: Missing their big line, mate. But that second line is Sizzlinga. Nachushkin, hot... Af, and then Berkey hot af Kadri hot af. They are roasting it. Can you imagine this team with JT Comfer on the third line and Nathan on the first?
1: This is explosive. I I don't know how long this run can be sustained. But, but watch now. But they are
0: waxing people. They are You got you got to watch teams. now
1: because I don't know when. Some team's gonna go on a run like this again. It's not just winning. Winning's winning, but
0: the way scoring they're winning—thirty
1: goals, in,
0: thirty-one goals in five in games, five games. That's over six goals a game. That average. doesn't
1: happen in hockey. No. Maybe you'll get that game here and there where you put up six, where four. a team
0: has an off night. But the thing is, when you do it over the course of five games, that's not five teams having an off night in a row.
1: And it's not like you're just converting on all your chances. No. It's not like you get six chances and you convert them. No, there's chances left. They
0: outshot the Senators like 19 to three in the second period.
1: There's unbelievable scoring opportunities left and right for this team. They're flying. Honestly, a lot of these a lot
0: of these games could easily be in the 10 goal range if not for some crazy saves or some near misses. I mean, some of these.
1: It, it, I don't know how you stop it. It's impressive right and now. I
0: mean, and you look at the Senators all last night It seemed like almost every time the Avs score boom Senators right back boom Senators well, right back was, I thought it was and then, gonna get out of hand and then, and then they got a power play at the start of the third Senators boom go up early like oh my god We finally right. did this. No, they didn't boom goal and then boom hook with goal the pull pull out the freaking pull the goalie Boom goal no shot. There's there's three goals you lost by two Thanks for putting in five. It means nothing. Go home with nothing.
1: Yeah, Newhook had a gets the, gets the goal late. Worked hard for it, and that's the thing. They're working hard every single shift. It's impressive. I hope it continues. But wow, you don't you don't see this too often.
0: Well, watch the Avs, Just just watch the Avs. Even
1: if They're... you don't like hockey, you might start liking hockey.
0: I can't tell you how many people I have sat down and watched made watch the Avs, and they've just, they've been been like, where has, yeah, exactly. Where has the sport been? Um, if you like sports, you will most definitely like hockey, especially if you're watching the Avs. Um, this is a really good team to watch to get you into hockey. This is a really good team to get you back into hockey. If it's something you've fallen out of, um, everybody, that is a Colorado sports fan should be watching the Avalanche right now because Ridiculous. it is, it's something to behold. I mean, imagine if we said that the Broncos played Dropping three played played line. three straight games where they dropped fifty points, you'd be tuning in the next Sunday. That's essentially what the Avs are doing right now, and it's unreal. So. Watch the Avs. Cheer for the Avs. We're still going to cheer for the Nuggets. Really tough with all these injuries to not just want to throw this season in the trash. Still early. We don't want to give up. Uh, Joker is an animal. He can single-handedly drag this team to the playoffs by himself if he has to. Uh, Jamal should be back. That should be some good help. And hey, nothing wrong with watching some playoff basketball at the end of the year, even if it's not necessarily for a championship. So... Plenty to watch this weekend for Colorado sports. I hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving. Enjoy some football. Enjoy some hockey, basketball, all of the above. And we'll catch you guys on the next one. Thank you for listening to this episode of Mile High Hot Takes. For more content, check us out on Twitter at 5280HotTakes. Got feedback for us? Send an email to 5280HotTakes at gmail.com. Mile High Hot Takes is produced by Enchelager Productions. Oh, thank you.